Welcome to the edition of Nikki P's Conundrum. And today we have on the sassy Southern Bell herself, Lacey Evans. Lacey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Never been better. Uh, so I'm, I'm really happy you came on the show today. I uh, appreciate it. And for a few no, different... Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah, it's for a few different reasons, though. Uh, the first thing is this. Here you are. You succeeded in probably one of the toughest things that any red-blood American can do, which is joining the United States Marine Corps. But then, going further than that, you're actually in a second kind of male-dominated field and really crushing the WWE and being one of the faces of that company. But also kind of as a father, because I have a 14-year-old daughter. And when, you right. look, and when you look at it, there's a lot of fake role models out there, like the Baileys of the world. You have the Sashes who kind <laughs> of, you know, they're the scandally clad. And here you are, poised. You have that self-confidence to you. You're well-spoken. You're intelligent. And you always have that positive attitude. And it's especially when, uh, you know, it's crazy. When I really show my daughter, I say, this is the woman you want to be. Isn't after a victory, but it's when you actually take a loss. Because while most people, they'll whine about it, they cry about it. You see it on TV, you hear about it off the screen, but not you. You see, when you take a loss, you say, that's what you need to be. You come back out there with your attitude and your poise and the posture. And it's like, you let it roll off your back. And I think that's a lost art today. Absolutely. I mean, you can, the way I see it, you can look at it as a loss. Or you can look at it as an opportunity to have another opportunity. I mean, um, I've been knocked down uh, more times than I can count in my life. But the fact that I am still breathing in order to get back up is what I pay attention to, you know. Um, don't get me wrong, I love opportunities. I love good things that happen to me in life. But um, that's not what made me who I am today. What's made me who I am today is the hard things that I've had to go through. And uh, it's made me the woman that I am today, uh, to be honest with you. So, you know, um, losing, winning, it doesn't matter. If you lose, uh, you're still alive. So, you know, you have an uh, opportunity, you have an option to get your ass back up um, and get back in the fight. And um, I've, yeah, I'm blessed to be able to look at it that way, to look at the fact that, uh, you know, with every breath you take, whatever, you know, I'm still here. My feet are still on the ground and I can still, you know, make the best out of every situation. Now I have to ask you, uh, cause here I see you, right. And you're, you're seem to be a very intelligent, strong female. And what drove you to actually make that decision very early in your life to decide to join the United States Marines? Um, it, it honestly, uh, just a rough childhood, you know, am I, um, parents were addicts they struggled with mental health addiction they were addicts excuse me um and you know looking around me I had seven siblings and in the lifestyle that I did not want I didn't know what I wanted but I knew what I didn't want uh without a shadow of a doubt um so you know at 19 years old I um you know was enabling it I went from loving my family and, and wanting to be there and needing to be there to support and help but that quickly turned into what I realized was just enabling them. My love for them caused me to make situations worse to the point where it started to impact myself. And, and I, and so, you know, the only thing I could do was make a decision to learn a different way of life. So when I'm sitting back and I'm looking around at my options, you know, uh, the finest fighting force, the United States Marine Corps, hard chargers, motivators, discipline, 
people that, that are, that hold themselves to certain accountabilities and the way that they walk, the way that they held themselves. I, uh, that was it for me. And, um, and then when it came time to pick a job in the Marine Corps, I, uh, you know, military police being able to be there when people are down and be there when people needed you the most, because growing up, you know, with my childhood and my rough upbringing, um, I remember the impact that police had in my life, you know, and then I, Adam, no matter what shitty situations my parents put themselves in, I remember the cops coming to stop the nonsense. I remember the cops coming to, to be there to, to see if the kids were okay, if we were okay. And, and, uh, so even from a young age, I just always looked up to cops and because they were to me, the good guys, they were the ones that showed up when, when shit hurt the worst physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so, uh, it was Marine Corps and military police for me. Yeah, so inspiring, and I say that because there's so many people who almost fall in the same traps as their parents. Uh, they become addicts, so they use that as a crutch, and they become, and it's so crazy that you broke the mold and were like, you looked at it and said, I'm not going to fall down these same traps that they may have and move forward in a positive way. So that's very, very inspiring. And when you take, now I know that you had started wrestling while you're in the Marine Corps, my question was that has did the Marine Corps set you up at all? Like, was there anything that you learned in the Marine Corps, any attributes they had that set you up to be successful in wrestling, or were they kind of two different animals? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, being a Marine, you you're an animal. I don't like. I mean, we go through the craziest like mindsets and and mess with you games and late nights and early mornings and just push it ourselves in so many different ways and, and literally being uncomfortable on purpose. You know, and, and it's stuff like that that, um, that you know, prepared me for this crazy job. Um, and I didn't expect to be, you know, be in the WWE. I didn't expect to be famous. I was an active duty sergeant in the Marine Corps, and um, I was just doing, like, what I backyard wrestling. And one thing led to another very quickly, and when WWE found me, um, you know, I was just a motivator, man. You know, I just wanted the best out of life. And like I said, going back, I knew what I didn't want to become. And so when they came knocking on the door, Obviously, I said, hell, I'll give it a shot. And um, one thing led to another, and I'm traveling over 300 days a year. I've got the baby on my hip. I've got my husband. I've got, I'm juggling homeschool and, and, and these flights across the world and uh, doing these shows four nights a week in the media and, like, no sleep, but I'm kicking ass and taking names. And, you know, it takes initiative and discipline to do something like that because in the midst of all of that, you know, being a mother for my daughter and, and renting cars and making flights and making sure you're not late and you're on time and, and showing up to these shows and keeping your body healthy and, and strong in your physique, you know, and be, just the confidence um, in itself. The Marine Corps has definitely set me up to be the woman that I am in order to juggle what I juggle on every single day, being a WWE superstar, being a wife, being a mother, you know, being a business owner. If it wasn't for the Marine Corps, I honestly don't know if I could have been able to come in the way that I did, um, just out of out of clouds, out of what is it, left field. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think I would have been able to do it the way that I can do it now, so successfully, even in my personal life, if it wasn't for the Marine Corps building up this outgoing, confident, never quitting mentality, the initiative to know what needs to be done and do it, not be late have my bags packed, be able to adapt and overcome because I had to adapt. I have to adapt every day. 
I mean, even when I get off the phone with you, my schedule for the next two days is probably going to change nine times and I have to be ready, not only physically, mentally, emotionally, I got to have the confidence to, to switch, you know, switch pages. And also my bag has to be packed and adjusted in less than 24 hours. Right. And I, and I think the ring court definitely, there's nothing I can't adapt to nothing at all. So uh, I definitely um, have to give, give the Marine Corps props for that a hundred, a hundred percent. It's amazing to see, too, because you see wrestling is a very, very uh, time-consuming job with how many cities you have to be in in a given week. And you're right. We look at your Instagram. It's like you have time to do that. And, oh, by the way, you do uh, the military makeover. And then, oh, by the way, you're right. We see all the videos of you with your daughter spending the quality time, the husband and what have you. And it is amazing to see when some people can't even juggle one of those balls and you juggle all three. And it looks like with these, I'm sure there's a lot of you know stress involved in that. I want to get to the phone call though, so because we obviously see um, certain wrestlers, we find out like how they got that call to WWE. Paige had hers um, glorified in, in the movie "Fighting with My Family." For you, like, what was that moment like? Where were you, and like, how did they actually find you? Was there someone who saw you, or just? Um, so I went to my staff sergeant. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, go ahead. you're probably gonna cut all this. I don't know how you how you do this stuff, but. Uh, so my staff sergeant, you know, in the Marine Corps, as well, you know, as well as I do, uh, marriages really don't work. I mean, the, the divorce rate's so high. And so one thing um, that me and my husband did, I've been with this stuff 15, we would utilize the, what the Marine Corps offers for marriage retreats, counseling, you know, any way that we could continue to make our marriage work. And, you know, we always worked on it. So one, I went to uh, a marriage retreat one time through the Marine Corps. And it was a Saturday, and I met a, a fellow staff sergeant there. And he, he said, you know, we were just got to talking, you know, a couple of group couples, counseling session. And he said, you know, uh, one thing people don't realize is I, you know, I'm a pro wrestler. So immediately I assumed you meant like uh, amateur, you know, because I wrestled in high school. So like amateur, folk style, freestyle, you know, mat wrestling. And he goes, no, you know, I uh, do like, you know, WWE type wrestling. So I kind of chuckled. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you know, because. You, you know, you see in your staff sergeant, you know, do that kind of, I you know, just, I was mind boggled. So I was like, I got to see this. So I went and saw it on the Saturday and I kid you not, within two weeks, I had um, a WWE tryout uh, possibility within two weeks. You know, I had, I had only gotten the ring one time and, um, a good one. and so, uh, shortly after that, they're like, well, we want you to submit a package if you're interested. So I was Googling WWE, WWE females, WWE divas. And I saw uh, immediately, you know, women in panties and balls and hitting each other with pillows. And I said, absolutely not. And so quickly, um, they were like, no, it's not like that anymore. You know, the women are really stepping up and we're having an evolution of women and what they're capable of, what they're proving. And, you know, becoming a Marine was something I was proud of. And I stood by, you know, the, the pride of showing what women are capable of. And, and being in the Marine Corps is one thing, one of that pride. So uh, it was said to the Aussie, he's a Hall of Famer with WWE. And he um, actually knew the producer for that show that I was doing in Georgia. And um, so my, my, the producer, Tom, contacted Ted DiBiase. And at that time, I had no idea who that was. He's like, hey, this Marine, she's still active duty, blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, she's got a nice physique, strong. And she came in here and she got in the ring one time. And I really think she has what it takes. And so I was laughing about it because I come from, you know, like I said, you, you kind of heard my background, but like, I come from the trailer park, man, like people, my family, we don't, we're not famous. There's nothing, you know, special about us. We work our asses off and we do what we have to to get by and that's it. So I was like, just laughing and I blew it off. 
But, you know, I was like, I don't got nothing to lose. I submitted my, my, my paperwork, you know, and next thing you know, I get a phone call two weeks after that. And they, they said, uh, we'd like to see if you'd want to come down to Orlando, Florida for a tryout in September. Now, this was March. So March, when I stepped in the first time in the ring ever in my life, I already have a tryout in September. Now, I have no idea what to expect. I have no idea what to wear. I don't even know what to do. And so it literally, when I tell you overnight, I, I had to try out and I was, uh, so I had to go uh, break it to my master guns who had no idea that I was sneaking to the wrestle on Saturday and uh, telling that WWE wants to fly me to Orlando for a tryout. And he let you go? <laughs> oh, my master guns? <laughs> yeah, did he give oh, you any yeah, resistance? He, said, go. he laughed, he laughed at first. He goes, do what? You know, and I was like, yes, master guns, they, uh, you know, it's in Orlando, it's three days. He not only gave me three days of leave time, uh, so I didn't have to take any of my leave. Um, he told me, go out, go, go get it, Marine. Go tell them what you're made of. And I was still active duty, and it was coming up to the time of I needed to make a decision to EAS or not. So it all, you know, it worked out perfectly. It was nuts. So I went down there. I drove myself just in case I decided to haul ass back. And uh, <laughs> if it wasn't, you know, for me and, and I went down there and had the three-day tryout. I remember the first time I saw you come on the screen, because uh, I, re- I wasn't too privy with NXT, but the Royal Rumble, you come out, and they seem really shocked, the commentators. And the thing about your character is it's so natural. And what I wanted to ask you is, because The Rock and Stone Cold sometimes say that they bring their own personality into it. Is the sassy Southern Belle not so much a gimmick, but more so like a piece of you? Because it seems really, really natural to be something that's fake. Um, yeah, you know what, if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would have been like, eh, you know, no, but it is. And it's so weird to say that because, you know, back to my, my childhood growing up and straight from there, I just worked so much my whole life. And I've never honestly had an opportunity to, you know, kind of like be free and just, you know, cause I went straight from rough childhood to two full-time jobs, going to college full-time, trying to take care of my family. There was no time to put on makeup and feel pretty and, and, you know, express myself. And then I went straight from that 19 years old to the Marine Corps and military police officer and first, you know, first female in Beaufort, you know, Paris Island to be on the SWAT team, which was the SRT, special reaction team. So, so you go from bad to worse and, you know, just straight hair slicked back, no makeup, squared away, freaking yes sir, no sir, no expression, bearing out the ass and freaking there I am. And so, but no, I was born in Georgia, you know, I was raised in the South. I've got a mouth on me, a sharp tongue. And I'm very confident, and uh, I love dresses. I just never, in, in, in makeup and red lips, and I love being feminine. I love being a mother. I love being a wife. And it's just empowering to me to show women and just people in general to what, you know, confidence. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's me. It's just I just have never had the opportunity to really just be that side, if that makes any sense, because of the cards that were dealt in my life until now. It's it's so awesome how you did turn that around, and I love the message about the Marine Corps because if there's you know young girls out there facing that sort of thing, you know the Marine Corps may be something to really you know change their life as well uh, into something positive. So, oh, uh, definitely because you, I mean, it's breaking the cycle, like you said. You know, it's so hard for people to you know just get out of that comfort because that's all you know. That's all that I knew, and and when that's all that you know, and that's something that you love, and that's your family around you that is making those decisions, it's hard to break away from that because you feel obligated. So if anybody is listening out there and you are a young kid 
who is, is at a point in their life where they're going to have to make a decision because of negative decisions from their family that is causing them to be brought down to the point of they don't know what to do. I would, I, uh, I mean, the military saved my life. It, it made me the woman, the confident, badass woman that I am today without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. We say that every week, uh, whenever you hit that stage, it just, it radiates from your uh, very persona. Uh, we went, earlier mentioned the women's revolution. And one thing I wanted to ask you is because you see um, you know, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, they main event WrestleMania. And my question for you is because you are one of the faces of the WWE. If you get into the main event of WrestleMania, if you had your pick, is there a certain superstar or wrestler, I don't know if they can say superstar anymore, but wrestler that you would say, that's who I would want to face. If I got my WrestleMania moment to be in the main event, is, is there someone out there you're like, that's who I would, you know, I think I would gel with in the ring? Um, you know, and that's a question we get asked a lot just because, you know, who, and I feel like a lot of people that, um, have, this has been their passion, right? So growing up as children, they're watching this, watching this, and they have their certain picks of who they'd want to get in the ring with. Well, I never had that. So I came straight in into this as a Marine and, um, I was thrown in with these top women. I was thrown in with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks and Bailey. And before I know it, I'm going after titles. You know, I've got title matches, right? And I've never even really had many matches in NXT in general. Um, so to answer your question, if there was anybody that I would want to get my hands on, and you're talking right now, um, unfortunately, uh, you brought up Becky Lynch. You know, she's out there going to be a mother, so that she's off the table. I fought, I fought her for a year trying to get her title, you know, as a Raw Women's Champion. Right now I'm on SmackDown. Okay, so that's my job. That's my brand. I was hired on to do a job as an entertainer, and I am on the SmackDown brand. And Bailey is the champion right now. So if if I am in SmackDown come WrestleMania, I would want to get my hands on who I've been trying to get my hands on, which is Bailey, because I'm not going to stop until I become a champion. Because I have a lot to say, and unfortunately, that's the game that we play when you are the champion. More lights and more eyes are on you, and more microphones are in your mouth. And so uh, I can't wait till that day because I will use my platform um, in every way possible in order to impact and motivate people that need it because the world is going through hell right now. And um, I know what that feels like. So, Yeah, well, your personality is very, very refreshing, you know, because it's very positive and even with the negative. Uh, now, it just last couple of questions here. I could ask, so now I see you, you tag team with Naomi. Is there... Now, I know because we talked about who you'd like to face. Is there anybody you like to team with? If you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't meet Bailey in the singles division. But if I were to try and take those tag titles off her and Sasha, is there anybody you feel you gel with on the positive side? You're like, that's the girl who I could, oh, that's a woman rather, I could look at, slap five with, and I think that, uh, you know, we could take those belts off of them. I mean, you know, obviously, as I'm not going to bring the fact up that I'm a Marine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like when it comes time to get the job done, I look at the realism of, okay, what does it take to get mission accomplished? What does it take to get the job done? So, of course, if I'm looking at an, an entire lineup of girls and I could choose, um, I'd definitely be Anka Belair. I mean, that is a power horse of a woman. Talk about natural strength and just ability. Um, I mean, I, I worked her a few times at NXT. She actually tagged a few times, um, not on TV, just live events. And she's, she's just motivated. You know, she doesn't stop. And that's what a lot of people don't realize uh, out there. Our fans don't realize is um, some people, they show up on screen and that's what they give you, right? And then off screen, they just get through, they just go through the motions. 
Uh, I know for a fact, and I'm not one of them. I mean, I've got, as a mother, I've got, you know, stuff from juggling, a business owner, a motive. I mean, even entertaining wise ideas, I'm steady going, going, going in order to bring more to the table across the board as a human being. And uh, Bianca Belair is somebody who does the same thing. And I personally witnessed that. So if I ever put my name on the line in order to hold hands with somebody, walk in and try to prove that we, because at that point it wouldn't be I anymore, it would be we, that we have what it takes in order to kick ass, take names and be able to physically, uh, career-wise, show you what we're capable of as a team, it would be Bianca Belair. That's awesome. I wouldn't have to worry about weight not being held. Does that make sense? Holding your own weight. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, bringing, bringing your side to the table, I wouldn't have to worry about that. And I work my ass off in everything I do in my life, and that's the last thing that I that I want to have to worry about. You know, when when that puts out to an initiative of good discipline, you have to have that in this business. You know, you, they're, they're, they're not there telling you what to do and when to do. You know, you have to be able to keep yourself in shape and keep, hold yourself accountable and come up with ideas and, and just be ready to bring stuff to the table at all times. And Bianca Beller does that as well. Now I have a tough question for you. And I think of The Rock when I ask you this question because it was a time in The Rock's life where he turned to his father and he said, look, I want to jump into the business, the business that you know, the legacy that you've laid down and jump into wrestling. But for, for now, in your case, though, you're actually part, you were part of the Marine Corps, which is something that's very generational. People like generation, second generation, third generation, fourth generation Marines. And the same thing is true for the WWE. So you actually have a very, very broad background where you have two things that there's actually legacy involved in. And I just wonder, and I hope it's okay to ask, but if one day your daughter was torn between the two and she said, you know what, Mom, I want to be one or the other. I'm 50-50 torn. Is there either business you turn her to or it, it, would you would you say, hey, maybe you should join the Marine Corps? Would you say, well, maybe you should try WWE? I'll walk you in the door there. Is there one you can't? Uh, um, you know, you know, as a parent, this is it is a hard question, especially you know you being a Marine and um. Well, hell, I um, you know, I would have to wait and see. She's seven years old, and she is confident <laughs> and staffy as hell. Uh, I've asked her several times, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And some months, it's uh, actually a, a cop. Um, Marine cop, military police officer in the Marines. Some months it's wrestler. So believe it or not, it is always 50-50, right? Um, but it just, I got to see her, her grit. Cause at the end of the day, it takes so much grit to do either or, right? Um, but whatever, whatever it is that she chooses, I will be a hundred percent supportive. But, uh, back to, you know, it just depends, you know, like she's seven right now and she is a spitfire. I mean, she was just barefoot in the creek down here next to the snakes, you know, so I got to keep my eye on her and keep her safe. But, you know, at some point I got to, you know, have her follow her own heart and just be there to support her. And uh, I'm not looking forward to that day. And I don't want to talk about it, Nick. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, I think I'd yeah, have to I ask you. Know, just support her, man. Right. No, I feel you. I just, I got to be, the only, the only thing I could do as a mother is make sure she's strong enough for whatever choice she chooses, you know, and, and I feel like I'm doing a damn good job at that. I'm looking at her right now and she is just, she holds her chin up so high and she makes eye contact and she's smart and brave and, and kind. And that's the most I thought I could ask for. Yeah. Cause it's funny. Cause when you, when you have your Instagram post or whatever, it seems like she's part of that persona. Like she's like the sassy Southern belle too. It's like, you guys share that like image. It's so amazing to see like she's yeah. a spitting image of you. 
Yeah, she she's sassy boy, and it's starting to get to. You know, I'm, I'm like, are you just like freaking showing your ass right now? Or you, did you mean that little backhand comment there, kid? You know, <laughs> but uh, I mean, she's happy and she and she's so sweet. So I let I let her uh, cut her promos every now and then. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so um, hey, thank you, Lacey, so much for this opportunity to have you on here. I appreciate the positive message just about the Marines and the background of it because some people are afraid to even dive into a career field like that. And also, you know, a bit about the wrestling business, how you broke and how you were discovered. Uh, before I let you go, is there anything um, last minute you'd like to just share or with the, with the uh, listeners before I let you go? I mean, just, you know, especially right now with COVID and everything, like, I know there's life kind of weirding up in the air and you don't really know what to expect, but just keep your head up and, and all of this will pass and just, you know, never stop trying, never stop pushing yourself. Don't, don't become a victim of any circumstance. That is so big. And break the cycle. Life is so incredible and there are so many things that you can accomplish and become. And even if it's happiness as a goal, like, I mean, I'm just such a big advocate on mental health and it's just your brain is so strong. So um, just take it one day at a time and whatever little things make you happy, make sure you're doing that every day. Because if not, you're going to look back and regret all the time that you, you let little things bother you and you didn't take the time to make the little goals in order to accomplish big ones. But other than that, just let's um, try to stay positive across the board with, with everybody across the world, man, because we all need it right now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lacey, for your time. Uh, And this has been another episode of Mickey P's Conundrum. Thanks, Lacey.